days away now from getting that jet plane and going to Vegas, baby. Excited yeah. about it, and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about it today. Uh, I've got my good buddy Chad Enos from Caltech Weapons. What's up, what's up? Welcome in, buddy. Thanks. So, this is episode what again? This is episode 134. 134. Didn't we do episode 100, a shot show, like three years ago? <laughs> three years ago. <laughs> it seems like three years ago. Actually, that was last year. Last year was our 100th episode at the shot show. That's right. Dang, that's cool. As everybody knows, you know, we went through a little transition here at Talking Lead, and uh, Zeke left the show, but uh, he's been back several times uh, since then. (laughs) And uh, he was on the show last week, so I'd like to thank Zeke from the Snoring Desert Institute for being on last week, and Tim Matter from Tactical Walls bringing his, um, I don't know if if you call him an evil, uh, but his alter ego, Rob Boss. You're familiar with Rob, aren't you, Chad? I am. I'm also familiar with Bob Ross. It's hilarious what he's doing with that that character. I absolutely love it. Um, I I don't know if any of your listeners have seen that ridiculous 4th of July video I did, but uh, (laughs) Tim and I were talking about doing a a pairing of his character and mine. That would be hilarious. That would be hilarious. I told him right. that if he ever decided to do like a zombie uh, shtick with with Rob, that I would volunteer to be one of the zombies that he could blow up. But I think <laughs> I, he, I think he's uh, absolutely against the whole zombie thing. So yeah, maybe. And you're you're too good looking to be a zombie. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. You like the uh, the beard I got going on there? Yeah, it's looking good, man. Thanks, thanks. It's not as good as it's not a Chad beard, but it's you know. It's you're, the best you're I can close do. To achieving, you're, you're almost there. You're almost at operator status. <laughs> yeah, that's something I don't want anybody ever mistaking me for as an operator because I am not an operator. Me either. I can't even operate this freaking soundboard on the <laughs> on my audio equipment, man. Chad and I, for yeah. like an hour before we started, he's trying to walk me through how to set up my soundboard. Um, so if and it's, it was the blind leading the blind. <laughs> I had a couple of uh, comments last week about some distortion, and uh, Chad was trying to help me work it out. So hopefully we get that worked out, and we'll have everything peak for SHOT Show for you guys. When are you flying out? Uh, we're flying out Sunday morning. Okay. We're doing media day on Monday, so we got to get out there and get set up and all that. So are, are there going to be some, some new exciting surprises for me for left hand on media day? Because sure. last year you blew, you like blew my mind with the Gen Two Sub Two Thousand. Oh yeah. Which well, there's by the way, there's going to be some uh, different variants of that, and we're also going to be introducing some variants of the RDB. Oh, which that is like my next bucket list gun is the the Celtic RDB. I gotta have that. Yeah, me too. I love it, man. So you guys yeah, have so this, these, you guys have released these that, right? variants are going to be uh, very exciting for hunters. Oh, ah, that. Okay. So are we going to be uh, able to get some, some some videos at shot of that? Oh, absolutely. We're not going to have it at media today, unfortunately. What? Uh, but uh, I know we'll be showing it uh, a couple of you know methods. Of so what am I going to get to sample at range day? Uh, range day new. I think there's going to be a couple new things out there, but I'm not exactly sure. I know the Smith & Wesson M&P sub-2000, and there may be, 
I'm not positive on this yet, but there might be a KSG variant that no one's heard of. Hmm. Maybe. Maybe. We're definitely doing the gun. I'm just not sure it's going to be at media day. Okay. But will it be at shot? I think so. Okay. Um, see, Ryan's, our engineer Ryan is in charge of that. Right. And I haven't been pushing him on it, so I'm not quite sure where he's at with it. Is he, is he the redheaded, the red beard? No, no, no. Ryan Williams, he's... <laughs> <laughs> You're talking about Hammer. Hammer, yeah. Yeah, Hammer. Yeah, yeah. No, Hammer is the absolute furthest thing from an engineer. <laughs> <laughs> Hammer is actually an artist. Very good one. An artiste? Uh, different different side of the brain, yeah. Yeah. He's a good shooter. But, uh, no, yeah, he's, he's good. He looks like a, gnome, a yard gnome out there. <laughs> he does. <laughs> <laughs> you put but, one of those uh, hats on him, that'd be hilarious. Ryan Williams is uh, the tall, good-looking, bald guy that's always at our booth. Shot. Yeah, uh, he's he's the guy that's uh, responsible for the uh, the sub two thousand Gen two. Oh well, I need to personally thank him then. I need to go shake his hand. Yeah, that thing turned out great. It did, man. I love it. I've I've still running it through some tests and whatnot. I took it out this past weekend. I went out with our it three. Looks good. Thanks, man. I like the panel rail panels and stuff. It looks cool. Yeah, I just I had some laying around. I just threw them on there just to get them I out of the way. You know the inbox slots on the side. You can Oh, I know. I'm trying to, before I do anything to it, I'm trying to get just all the testing that I can get done just in its original state. Sure. Uh, and so far, man, I don't, I'm not changing anything out on it. I'm not going to put the red line precision on it uh, or nothing because the weight on this thing is perfect. If I put so that, light. if yeah. I put the red line on there, it's going to make it heavier. Yeah, a little bit. And I don't want to do that. But, that. I mean, it's got everything. It's got the rails. It folds, so I don't have to worry about, you know. The, yeah. yeah, the red line. Um, you've got the you know, metal really side. For if uh, you're running a red dot, you just you still want to fold the gun up. Right. Yeah. Without having to take it on and off. But these sights on this thing are just amazing. I tell you what, if you want to make them even better, that front post, you can go to Hi-Biz, and they've got A2 posts in there with little fiber optic things, and they're, they're a little smaller. Yeah. Right, so you can actually get a little more precise with that thing. Okay. Yeah. And you can pick up that side a lot faster in the shoulder. Yeah, I was I was wondering because I've seen those uh, like tritium front post sights that they've got out. Mm -hmm. Is that yeah, this one just a fiber optic and it's very inexpensive and uh, they work. They work great. Cool. Javi is. I'll have to check them out. Yeah, it's it's better than painting and post a fingernail polish <laughs> or white out, which I do. <laughs> That's what I used to do too until I realized they have those things. <laughs> yeah, they were great. And they're and like I said, they're a lot thinner, so when you shoulder the gun, all you see it's like looking at a little green dot as opposed to like a big okay. I mean that that's still my only gripe with this gun is the rear sight. You know, you can go to um tandem cross. They make a great rear sight for that. What? Who? Yeah. It's aluminum too. And it flips up and down. No. Yeah, so why? when you open the gun, it's deployed. But if you want it out of the way, you just push it down. Why have I never heard of these guys before? Write this down. It's T-A-N-D-E-M, tandem. Yeah. And the cross is K-R-O-S-S. How long have they been in the game? I've never heard of them. Oh, they've been around for a long time making great products for our stuff and Ruger and a whole bunch of other companies. Well, crap. I don't know why I've never heard of them. They don't come up on my yeah. Google searches. They need to work on their uh, yeah. SEO. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be working with them a lot this year, so you'll hear a lot more about them. 
Cool. Are they going to be at Shot? Yeah, they'll be at Shot. Okay. Really, really great people, too, man. Good company, you know, American-made, just real nice people, too. Well, maybe you can bring them by when uh, you and Senior Team Leader yeah. Garcia come by. Absolutely. Sweet. Speaking of which. Speaking of Senior Team Leader? Yeah. He's got a lot going on. What do you want us to do? He wants to bring, bring Max again and interview Max? Hell, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Love Max. Max is, Max is like the star of the show. He really is. Is he going to do another demo like he did last year? Because uh, yeah. at Rain's Day, he, he was set up, and he was doing some demos with, with Max, and I I did some videos, and I can't remember if they turned out well or not. I don't know if I posted those or not. Yeah, he'll be doing it again. Okay. I'll definitely get them yeah. this year. He'll do them in the booth as well. Sweet. Now, you yeah, guys. Buddy. So our booth at Media Day this year is going to be twice the size, by the way. Are you serious? Yeah, we didn't have enough room last year, so we, we bought another space. Cool. Yeah, be more comfortable. Is and there'll be four of us manning it instead of two. Nice. Yeah. I want to know what that train is I hear in the background. It's not here. It's the jack wagon train, like you said. That, it, it must be the jack wagon train warming up. Speaking, <laughs> speaking of, let's go ahead and uh, let's do our jack wagon. Let's do it. Who rough, zipper pie, do or die, hold them high at eighth and nine. It is time for the talking lead jack wagon of the week, so brace yourself, baby. What a great segue. And you don't hear that train. Not at all. There's, a, there's like a, somebody's watching Tommy the Train or something. Did you take your meds this morning? Or? <sighs> I took something, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, that was yesterday. I went to lunch with Andrew from Kalashnikov USA. And we, nice. we threw a few beers back yesterday at lunch. But I swear there's a train somewhere. Anyway. All right, so my jack wagon this week, uh, and he's already on the jack wagon train, but before he makes his grand exit, uh, I'm throwing Obama on there again. <laughs> just, just because he's a jack wagon, man. His State of the that Union is. address was so weak. It's such a weak State of the Union address. He's just a jack wagon by default, no matter who the jack wagon is. It should be like his legal name. It should be Barack Jack Wagon Hussein Obama. Insane. Insane. Yeah. Something like that. Did you did you listen to his State of the Union, his final? Absolutely not. I can't listen to him speak. I can't look at him. I just I can't do it, man. I like watching. We talked about this last week. Um, there was this TV show that's called Lie to Me, and it was about this. Um, Obama. <laughs> yeah. About Obama. No, it's about this doctor who specializes in uh, micro expressions. So reading people's expressions on their faces, so he could tell when somebody's lying or you know whatever. And uh, ever since that show, and it's based on a real doctor who actually you know micro expressions are a real thing, and it's facial, verbal, body language, you know everything like that. Uh, I've been studying up on it, and every time he comes on, I watch his his micro expressions and everything that he does, it, it indicates deceit, lying, you know, all the classic traits of somebody yeah. who, who doesn't believe what they're, they're telling themselves and everybody else. Not only is he not a good president, he's not a good actor. He's not pulling anything <laughs> over on anybody, man. No, and I, and I don't even think he cares. I don't even think he, I think he knows he's not. And he's, oh, he doesn't care. He, he never has. Care. I don't think he does train right there you don't hear that no you're just doing it you're doing that on purpose aren't you you're just with me i don't think i honestly don't hear it okay that's odd 
I hear a train. If you start seeing them, then you're in trouble. Yeah. If well, hopefully it'll be the Coors Light train backing up to my house here. <laughs> <laughs> well played. Yes, sir. So you got a jack wagon? It's the same one. It's the same one. Um. Okay. I have kind of a jack wagon. All right. And I'm going to pick on the shooting community just a little bit. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect. That's great. Let's alienate myself in the shooting community. I love it. Uh-huh. Or no, we'll just um, get you in tighter one way or the other. I'll put it to you this way. Just in, in, let me preface it by saying, um, by default, I love all gun owners for the most part because they're mostly Second Amendment-loving, freedom-loving, constitution-loving Americans. I'll just preface it by saying that. However... There are, and I've been seeing this a lot lately, so this is why I'm bringing it up, gun shop cowboys and keyboard commandos <laughs> that talk about taking on the end of the world <laughs> with their 1911 or 8-rounds or 7-rounds gun in it. <laughs> and, <laughs> They're going to battle with their 1911s. So. They, make, they, they make fun of guys, tactical trainers, they make fun of competition shooters and all this stuff. They have these guys get out of breath getting off their stool and walking up to the counter at the gun shop. And they think they're going to, you know, find out to the end here when the government comes looking for them and all this. Those guys challenge them, get out of the gun store, go to the gym, work out. Quit watching your YouTube videos. Yeah, stop watching YouTube videos and going on and talking about how you're, you know, really badass when you eat three cheeseburgers a day and hey, easy walk out getting winded. I had I had a double cheeseburger for lunch today. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and you know I I'm, I'm partially just teasing, but you know I really do encourage these guys to to get out and do some training and, and especially get into competitive shooting. And you know me, I'm always pushing that. Absolutely. But, uh, when it comes to when it comes to taking care of your family and, and possibly protecting other people, man, you got to be able to fight. So uh, as James Jagger says, your responsibility to be prepared to fight never ends. That's right. We said it wrong, but it's something along those lines. Yeah, no, that's absolutely true. And uh, unfortunately, I've just seen a lot of it lately. You know, guys online, guys in gun shops, just terribly out of shape, and they, they think you know, they don't need a rifle even. Well, you know, that's that's another thing that goes along with being a responsible gun owner is or not not owner but carrier. If you're going to take on the sheepdog responsibility, you know, yes, absolutely, it, your health comes fact, comes into play with that. The most important part of safety is not necessarily every firearm loaded and don't point it in an unsafe direction and all that good stuff. The very important part of safety, if not the most important thing, is knowing how to use that thing. If you don't know how to use it properly, you're going to end up hurting yourself or someone else. And that's oh, absolutely. You know, someone else that's not a bad guy, I should say. Yeah, that goes into being physically fit as well. I mean, you're going to – you need to be able to defend yourself. You know, you need yep. to be able to – uh, get your heart rate up to a certain level without passing out <laughs> because the stress well, right, levels of a gunfight, you know, the physics of that. Just that alone, exactly. Your tunnel vision, all that stuff comes into play. Right. And uh, so don't be a gun store cowboy jack wagon. Don't <laughs> be, be that guy. Uh, gun store cowboy keyboard commando <laughs> head jack wagon. <laughs> I didn't say that. I said jack wagon. <laughs> <laughs> I want to ask your opinion on this because I don't know really which way to go. I haven't I haven't read the whole story yet, but the U.S. sailors that Iran yes. captured, and then the U.S. sailor, his apology. His you, apology. I didn't hear about that part. 
Yeah, so the, I ran, and I, and I don't know what's up. I need to probably find out what's going on. If if it's one of those where they made him, you know, how they threaten sure. people, I'm going to cut your head off if you don't say these things. If it's, no if propaganda. It's, right, if it's if it's that or if he, if it, after the fact he apologized. I don't know. Let's see. Here's the story. So within hours of releasing 10 U.S. sailors who apparently had drifted into their territorial waters, the Iranian government, was using footage from the incident as a propaganda tool, including images of sailors on their knees with their hands behind their heads and a video showing a sailor apologizing. Okay. So they got guns to their heads. So that makes It was a mistake. That was our fault. We apologize for our mistake, the sailor said in a brief statement. TV clip posted on Twitter by a journalist with Iran's, some news agency in Iran. I don't, I don't know what it's called. Well, bottom line is we got our, got our people back in that's good. Yeah. Nobody's which is which is kind of shocking that they uh, turned them over so easily. No, no. What's shocking is that um, Bozo the Clown is taking credit for it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and uh, he does kind of like Bozo. Honestly, like. Uh oh. Something's. What's that? It's that girl. Can you hear that? Yeah. Freaking pop-ups. <laughs> that was kind of cool background music, though. That was kind of cool. I thought something was about to happen. <laughs> I did, too. I was like, uh-oh. <laughs> no, maybe maybe uh, Senior Team Leader Garcia was about to bust in on us. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like it. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, John Kerry's trying to take uh, credit for the peaceful resolution. As a, te- yeah. as a yeah. testament to diplomacy and the new U.S.-Iran relationship. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, as they welcome uh, Iran just, into the community of nations. It's almost impossible to know what to believe about any of this stuff. Yeah, um, yeah there's so much. actually know people on the ground or, in this case, in the water. Right. I'm sure there'll be now, more come out about this story in the future. Yeah, let's see. So, I'm just, yeah, Iran, I'm just going to go ahead and throw Iran on the jack wagon train, too. And, Good. and John Kerry. <laughs> well, I mean... Obama, Iran, John Kerry, it's all the same, really. And what about China um, and their big uh, nuclear bomb testing? Did Have you heard anything else about that, where that actually happened or not? China or North Korea? Or I'm sorry, yeah, North Korea. Yeah, their H-bomb testing? Yeah. Well, hard to know, man, because they've been claiming this kind of stuff for a long time, and occasionally we pick up on actual testing, and sometimes we don't, and sometimes it takes to figure out if they actually did it or didn't. Right. So, well, now that goes back to the, you know, you don't, I don't ever know what to believe because, right. you know, maybe our government's twisting it because they don't want everybody getting in, you know, a dizzy over here that they've got H-bomb capabilities and they're downplaying That's true. it. That, well, at the same time, they're also denying that Iran is not building nuclear weapons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or, sorry, denying that they are building nuclear weapons. Denying that they are, yeah. Yeah. If they have no desire to. <laughs> yeah, they, they just want to. They just want to take her around with uh, nuclear capability. It's not going to blow a bomb or anything. So we know we know what side of the fence you are politically. With the new the new candidates that are coming up, who are you leaning towards right now? It's so hard to commit to one guy because as soon as you commit to him, the following week they say something super stupid, or you find out they had a, something terrible in their past, or you know. <laughs> Yeah. But I'll tell you what, the most consistent person so far, in my opinion, has been Ted Cruz. 
think as a person, I don't think he's being real fake when you see him on camera. I think he's just being himself. Um, and, and, and I think um, Trump is also being himself, but that guy was just, he's so brought with problems. That, well, uh, it's his mouth. His mouth is his problem. But and at the same time, he's not it's filtered. great for politics right now. Oh, I think so. I mean, he's, he's just turning up. He's turned the whole thing upside down. Yeah, he's not afraid to go where these other politicians are afraid to go. So he's making the. I, I like I like how he's turning things, you know, shaking things up or whatever. But I don't want Donald Trump to be my president. No. Maybe vice president. No. <laughs> not, not even in the Donald Oval Trump, Office at all. I, I would like for Donald Trump to be a guy that's on the outside all the time, uh, calling people out and making these guys. Uh, you know, be, hold, hold these guys accountable for whatever their actions are, whether it be a stupid speech or voting or whatever it may be. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's gonna, hold accountable. Call them out. It's going to be interesting. Yeah. No doubt. It I, is. It's, I don't think Hillary has a chance. Do you think Hillary has a chance? Uh, I mean, how can people I, with all the crap that, well, that people are – Well, I'm absolutely, I'm absolutely baffled that she's being investigated by the Federal Bureau of, <laughs> Bureau of Investigation, and she's – Still be able to run for president somehow. It doesn't make any sense to me. If you or I were being investigated by the FBI, um, we'd be kicked we'd out. Probably sitting in jail, first of all, right? For the stuff that she's done, and uh, and we certainly wouldn't be able to run for president. No, no, we would have been in jail a long time ago. Yeah, back Benghazi. <laughs> well, even way before that. Yeah. Yeah, but that, I mean, that've been the isn't that movie coming out soon about Benghazi? Is it thir- thirteen hours? hours? Yeah. That's like coming out next week or this week. Yeah, it should be should be pretty cool. I mean, just as an action film, it'd be pretty neat, I think, um, because of the people involved. Yeah. But I know that the guys that were uh, actually on the ground there in Benghazi have been at, or they were at the set talking to the director and sort of walking them through all the scenarios and stuff and everything that went down. So it should be pretty true to the uh, the real incident. Right. Yeah, that's that's so, what I'm excited about seeing. That's coming. Not, not that I, not that anybody really wants to relive that, but. No. It, it will get a truth out that people probably – Hopefully. A lot that, of people don't understand, yeah. Yeah, hopefully they're going to be true to the story. You know how Hollywood yeah, is. Be, yeah, I know, and that's why I brought that up. The, the, you know, the, the guys on the ground are actually there on set and, and helping them in a way sort of uh, yeah. throughout the movie. Very cool. We'll see. But like I said, either way, it's going to be a good action film. So – Tell us what uh, what's the latest in your competition shooting world. What, what have you been up to since we talked to you last? It's been a minute. Uh, yeah, um, not a whole lot because we're coming out of the off season, and um, I unfortunately about two months ago tore my calf muscle. Oh man! So I've been nursing that back to health while still trying to run and go. Is there a story behind that? Did were you did you tear it while you were competition shooting or just? something else um yeah it's, it's a really exciting story i was walking <laughs> on perfectly even ground <laughs> and your calf muscle just tears it just snapped yeah you had to have done something the day prior or something were you like rock climbing or i something? have no idea man i i had already been through a couple stages i was feeling healthy and great and i did a small sprint not really even a sprint took like four big hop steps finished some I picked up my shotgun and fired it three times and then flipped it over my shoulder and while I was reloading and walking it just felt like someone you know, suddenly hit me in the back of the leg with a hammer. Dang. Yeah. 
actually turned around to the bench because I thought a gunfight broke out and I got hit. <laughs> so yeah. is that something they have to operate on, I would assume, to go in and reattach no, or what? Um, no, I went and had it looked at and everything, and uh, basically just said, you know, keep it elevated in ice until it stops swelling, and then from there just exercise it and exercise it without straining it. So far, it's been working okay. Okay. Well, I hope that gets better. Yeah, so no, no surgery, yeah. Well, I guess it's good that it happened. If it was going to happen, it happened in the off season. Yeah, but coming into this season, I, they're telling me not to run, to try to run for about six months. Holy crap. And I, yeah, I've talked to other people it's happened to, and they said it took them about a year to fully recover. So that shouldn't affect your competition shooting at all then, because you know, <laughs> I don't run ever. You don't run anyway, huh? <laughs> yeah, especially if you go out west and you get dehydrated easily, and you got to run up and down mountains. It's, yeah, it's not good, but. Now, speaking gonna, of... I'll, I'll work it out. Yeah, in Vegas, I get hydrated when we go to Vegas, just walking around SHOT Show. Oh, man. It's really easy to get dehydrated out there. It is. Get the water in. Got to stay hydrated. So have you, yeah, uh, definitely. Have you changed up any of your gear, any of your equipment, any your guns? I did. I bought a, um, an STI DVC pistol. Nice. Beautiful gun, but... Uh, doesn't work, so I gave it to my uh, my friend TK. He's a great gunsmith, and he's gonna get it fixed up for me to get it running. Okay. What? Uh, yeah. You just getting some things polished on it? He's changing. Hang on, my dog's having a bad. He's just hacking up a bone there, Clark. Early. Come here. Be all right. That. Yeah, be all right. Early. Do you give him a bone? No, he just, you know when dogs get allergies and they get that tickle in their throat? Yeah. That sounded like uh, the um, Griswold Christmas where he's <laughs> he just hacking on a bone. <laughs> no, he's good. He probably ate some grass. What kind of dog you got? Chocolate or a chocolate, a black lab. Black lab. Who's your big sweetie? Chuck Norris. <laughs> Is that his name? Yeah. Chuck Norris. Well, thanks, Charlie Norris, but you, you call him Chuck. There's my big boy right there. He's sleeping. Whoa. <laughs> yeah, he's a so, big Yeah, guy. so TK, he's... Okay, okay, he's, he's running. Just, um, he's running and sleeping. Working on the mags and something to do with the... Uh, where the frame meets the barrel at the feed ramp area. And he's changing out the extractor. You know, it's 2011 stuff. If you buy a 2011, you immediately have to fix it. Is he dreaming? <laughs> He's running into sleep. He does so it. Here's some big news for you. Yes, we want some big news. Drum roll. Big news. All right. Chad Enos. Thanks, dude. For any Dana Lash is uh, on the Blaze Network and on Wednesday nights on Fox with uh, Megan Kelly. Is that the blonde chick that you post on your website all the time? On your, on your Facebook? No, that's, that's Tommy. We're going to sponsor her, too. But, um... Right now, it's official that we're sponsoring Dana Lash. Okay. And uh, she's the really cute brunette. You'll see her uh, Karen Liberals up on, on the Megan Kelly show every once in a while. Cool. And then if you go to the Blaze Network uh, and just look up Dana Lash, you'll find her there, too. Is she but, uh, just a commentator? Is she a shooter or anything? Competition? No, no. She's a syndicated com- commentator. Okay. Uh, radio host. And Chad Enos is sponsoring her? Keltec is. <laughs> She's a fireball, man. It's awesome. So check cool. her out if you, uh, you need some. I need to get her on the show. Ammunition to fucking liberal friends with. 
Yeah. We need to get her on the show when we talk politics so we actually have somebody who knows what the hell they're talking about. Oh, yeah, just turn the mic on. She'll go. <laughs> that's the perfect guest. I love that. Yeah, she's great. That works perfect for me. The response to her, that's a, that's a really big deal for us. She has a massive market all over the country. So yeah. Uh, oh, I've heard the name good. before. We're really proud of it. That's cool. So y'all just started doing that? Yeah, we went out and met her last Friday and uh, brought some guns to show her and just did a little segment on her you know, in her studio, mm-hmm. and I uh, walked around the blaze and got to sit in Glenn Beck's chair. And, uh, nice. Cruise around. It's an amazing place, man. Really cool people. Just very down to earth. Everybody there. We met the president of the studio was there. And just a really nice guy. Everybody wants to talk to Where are they and located? It was, it was a great visit, man. It was, a, it was a great meeting. Where are they located? Oh, they're in uh, Dallas. Okay. Not, not too far from the airport. Cool. The Dallas Fort Worth airport. So you guys are sponsoring, Caltech is sponsoring a news commentator. Yes. I, I don't think I've ever heard of a news commentator being sponsored before. Well, sure. She, she also does uh, NRA news. Yeah. Um, yeah, like, uh, you know, Colian is sponsored by, I think, Daniel Defense or Mossberg or both or something like that. So it's like his show is sponsored by, so you're sponsoring like her show kind of thing. Cor- correct. Okay. I got it. That makes sense. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. I thought you were like just sponsoring her and she's like gonna be wearing your, your kale tech you know. Uh, no, 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 no. We're sponsoring her, her show, yeah. Okay, so you're sponsoring the show. What's the name of her show? Yeah. It's called The Dana Show. The Dana Show. Yes. Yeah. I'm surprised you haven't heard of her. I have heard of her, but I don't Chad, I don't it's kind of a big deal. I don't she has very she has many leather bound books. My my sole source of that. information is I go and I'll Google news and yeah. I read, like, the latest of what's going on, and that's, that's usually the extent of what I do. Yeah, because you're too busy. I, I, don't, I really don't have time a lot. And that's I know it's a sad excuse, but if I hear you. if people like that, if I were to meet them and talk to them and have them on the show, then, you know, I would I would get more involved with them. But. Yeah, she's going to have her own booth at a shop, so you'll, you'll be here. Okay, yeah. Well, you'll have to bring her by, too. But just bring the whole, the whole crew. We'll, we'll do oh, it up like we did last year. Entire posse for sure. Hills, yeah. I don't so, travel like, you know that. So, well, maybe, uh, did you buy your lottery ticket today? No, I don't play the lottery. You don't play the lottery? Okay. Well, good, no. so more chances for me to win. There you go. $1.5 billion. If I win the $1.5 billion, we won't have to worry about much. $1.5 billion, you'll probably take home about $800 million of that. Only. Yeah, I'll, I'll only I'll tell you, I only get a hundred eight hundred million of that one point five billion. Yeah. What a bummer! I know it sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'd probably just throw it away. There goes your G five, man, and that you know entire warehouse full of Ferraris. Get <laughs> <laughs> that could buy eight hundred million. You have, have a, you have to downgrade your your private jet and probably only have half a warehouse full of Ferraris. I would. Uh, I would seriously probably develop my own, some kind of new gun. I would, I would oh, yeah? take a big chunk of that money for R&D a new platform, firearm. Yep. You mean with Caltech? Is that what you're trying to say? No, with Chad Enos. All right. But I am Caltech, so. <laughs> you're Caltech Chad. I, you can't this project it. would just be, it would be a private chat away from Caltech. It'd be like a, it'd be like a side gig. Yeah. It would be. Okay. It would be the the left hand so be Chad. My, you'd be my Yoko. 
Come up with a come up with an acronym for left hand and Chad. Chad and left hand. That doesn't sound very good. That's not great. <laughs> <laughs> we'll come up with something, some kind of cool name. So yeah, for you, sure. Yeah, that'd be cool. It's a nice flashlight. Thank you. Good buddy okay. of mine gave me that. It'll be all or one of those things. I don't even know what it's called. Kel forty three. Yeah, that's what it is. I just call it the Keltec light. That works. Keltec light. I mean, this is like one of the best flashlights I've ever had. The ergonomics of it, I mean, it works perfect. Like, you know, you get the little, like a trigger on your gun. Where most flashlights are down here, you know, you're hitting it with your thumb and all that. It's just, the ergonomics of this just yeah. makes sense. Well, the idea is to be able to hold it in your, like if you're right-handed, you hold the pistol in your right hand, the flashlight in your left hand, it can grip your pistol while yeah. the light on at the same time. Yeah. I love it. And you can mount it, too. I guess. You got one you can mount, too, don't you? The other model? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the 42, the CL-43. Uh, 42, okay. And yeah, they're great lights. and They're bright, too. 450 lumens. This is still the original battery from when you gave it to me last year. Uh, it's got three CL-123s and a CR-123. How many? I thought it just had... One. It's got three. If you take take the bezel off, there's two in there. Okay. Then on the back, you see that Allen. Yeah. Little trap door. You open that up and you take the other. So I've never had to. I've never had to take because yeah, the batteries are still good and still strong. Yeah, they last a good long time. Hell yeah. And I use it all the time, man. Use it all the time. Yeah, that's what it's for. Do you guys have any any new accessories that are down coming down the pike? Just yes or no. Don't give anything away yet. No. Not that I know of, no. Okay. I'm probably going to get in trouble for saying that because we probably do have some. <laughs> I know that we've got brass bolts for the Sub 2000. You've uh, got what? A, brass bolts. It's a brass bolt. Yeah, so it's just a little more dense, which uh, helps kind of mitigate some of that salt recoil, which the gun doesn't really recoil much anyway. No, not at all. But supposedly it takes off about 20% of the recoil that you do feel, so. Interesting. It's not blowing back as fast. Okay. How's that going to affect uh, if you suppress it? Well, that's good. That's what you want it for. Going to make it better, right? Yeah, much better. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I've been running my much sub two thousand suppressor. What, what suppressor are you using on it? What can you use? Got a silencer co uh, Octane nine. The Octane, sweet. Yeah. Is that? Uh, but you run the Gen two? Yeah. Okay. Mine's cut down, though. I got an SBR. You SBR'd it? Yes. You could permanently attach it. Good. And then you wouldn't have to SBR, but I guess you already SBR'd it, so. Yeah, I already did. Cool. So how how short did you go? Uh, Cut it down to nine inches. (laughs) I'm I'm looking at mine right now. (laughs) I'm looking at mine. Figured out how to make it nine inches. Just fold it in half. Just fold it in half? Um... Perfect gun for it. Now, I cut the barrel down to nine, and red line precision made me a custom flooring uh, for it so that the handguard comes right up to the back of the suppressor. Nice. And the gun is still the same overall length, maybe even a little bit shorter than your standard. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. How's it really shoot? Quiet. You got any videos it of that yet? great. We took some video at a subgun match two weekends ago, but the video itself didn't turn out all that great, but we'll get more. Okay. Yeah, this is cell phone stuff. It, just, it came out kind of can you bring that to SHOT Show? I've been thinking about it, but it's not something we offer. Right. Kind of, you don't, so don't want to get people fired up on it. Yeah. That makes sense. Now, we'll fire them up about it and they can't get it. 
There's a picture of you on your website, the Caltech website, where you're shooting the um, PLR 16. It's gold. Uh, oh, no, that's an SU 16. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. It looks like the uh, D9. PLR. Is that? Yeah, it's basically, it's basically a PLR with a stock, only it's registered as a rifle, so it's actually an SU 16. And it's SBR? Yeah. Now, you could throw a SIG brace on there, right? You could. And then it'd just be a pistol. Yep. But don't shoulder it. <laughs> You'll become a felon. Right, right. That's stupid. I get so much crap over that. I know. So I, I, I wanted to man. do something cool with my PLR. Um, I, it's basically just stock now. It's got yeah. just the plastic handguard over it. Yeah. Do any of these companies make anything, any kind of cool handguards or accessories for the PLR-16? Yeah, Red Lion Precision. Well, I've seen their stuff. They've just kind of got a handguard. look at, um, yeah, they've got a, a cool handguard, but look at um, Midwest Industries also makes a really good handguard for it. Midwest, okay. There's this really cool. It kind of, I think it extends the top railing. Oh, really? Yeah. Check okay. that out. And it's aluminum as well. Cool. Check that out. I'll uh, probably. The, my latest thing is something that uh, Tim from Military Arms Channel turned me on to. What's that? Uh, a Griffin Armament uh, M4 SDK can. I stuck it on the uh, the RDB. He had one at uh, YouTube Day, Iraq Vets YouTube Day. Uh-huh. Range Day, and uh, I fell in love with that thing. So I, I ended up getting one, put it online. The, the thing looks like and, and shoots like it's made for the RDB. I think perfect for it. This year he had it there, or was it last year? It was this year, or, well, the, the last The one, Tsunami? Yeah. During the yes, tsunami. The tsunami. <laughs> yeah. I didn't get to see much because it was a tsunami. It really was. Still had a great time though. Yeah. While while we could. I had fun the whole time. I was soaking wet but in freezing. Oh my gosh, wet. dude. I was it just it was unrelenting. Yeah. We showed it though. Yeah. We still got out there and had a good time. Right. There's no stopping us. No. You can only hope to contain us. We have ammo. Oh. We got guns, we got ammo, it's on. We got we got Tannerite. <laughs> you know it. Did you watch the uh, demonstration that Troy did? I think I, I watched like, a demonstration on like, somebody's channel. They're like one of the only ones that got to, the sponsors that got to get in their little thing because they got in right before the rain came. But we no, were, no, I no, the stuff I saw was pouring down rain. Okay, I was a part of it, and what it was was they had three Tannerite targets out there, and they were supposed to explode red, white, and blue. So we were oh, yeah. we were shooting them in succession, and I was I was white. I was shooting their their 308, and um, so Steve Steve Troy was shooting first, and he was shooting I think one of their PDWs, and he shot his, and his it didn't explode. It it was more like um, sparklers. So I didn't I didn't know what they were I didn't know what they had planned. They just said to shoot that target when we tell you to. I was like, okay. Yeah. So he shot his and it like fizzled, so I was like, Okay. So then they go. So I shot mine and I know I hit it. I know it didn't do anything. So I shot it again, I hit it again. And I hit it again. And I hit it again. Everybody's like, hit the target, hit the target. I was like, I'm nailing it. I was like, I'm I'm not missing this thing. And then so they skipped and they went and to Casey and Casey was shooting their conqueror. And Casey hit his, and his actually exploded. And then when his exploded, then Steve's exploded, finally, and then mine exploded. 
The right, uh, I think the rain kind of f***ed everything up. You, you, um, you guys left the tanner right out there, and someone came and told me about it. And it was underneath the fender of one of the cars. Yeah. And then when I shot it, the car freaking detonated, and the hood and everything went like 80 feet in the air. It seemed like <laughs> that thing was huge. <laughs> Did you get video? I can barely see it. It's a little gray packet. Nailed it. That was one one that was hidden from everybody. What's that? I said it was one that was hidden from everybody. Nobody saw it. Yeah, um, Joe Mo told me about it. Joe, like there's one right there underneath the hood, man. You see? Like, no, I don't see it. He had to like, like talk me into it. <laughs> well, walk you to it. Yeah, no, yeah, you walk right. you to it. It was yeah, hard it to see. About, I think three rounds hit that thing, and it's just, I mean, that whole car went up in the air. It was awesome. Very cool. Yeah, that's on video somewhere. SDI is proud to present the Talking Lead Fact to Fight the Myth. So there's our Fact to Fight the Myth. Tannerite does not work well in the rain. Well, it might not just be rain, um, because once you seal the cap, it should stay dry in there, but it could get moisture inside there. Yeah. This was, they were doing something different. They weren't at the actual, I don't think they were the actual containers. These were like some kind of sacks or something. I don't know what they were. Yeah, and it wasn't Tannerite. It was... What's the name of that company? Something Chemical Supply. USA yeah. Chemical Supply? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, so it's just their binary. It's, it's, it's just like Tannerite, but it's their own thing. Yeah, a little different formula, but anywho. Yeah. It was cool when it went off, though. It was. Absolutely was. <laughs> Loving that. So, do you have any, any uh, can you think of any myths that need to be busted? Let's see. Some military arts channel had suppressed a gun that you're not supposed to suppress. What did they suppress? All that, all that today. Uh, the guy who owns it just basically drilled out his own gas hole and figured out a way to play with different size um, vents so that you could suppress the gun, make it run back or consistently uh, without damaging it. Was it a pistol? No, it was a thing. I can't remember the uh, rifle model, but it's in the uh, it's a Russian 7.62 by 54R. Somebody's probably calling me an idiot right now. It's listening to this. <laughs> But uh, it fires that cartridge, and I, I'm not really hip on uh, Russian rifles. That's something I'm learning more about, getting more into the but, AKs. Uh, that was sort of a myth-busting thing there. SDI's 32-semester credit hour certificate program in gunsmithing and 60-credit-hour associate of science and firearms technology degree program can work hand-in-hand and are the most complete training programs of their kind. SDI strives to give you the best quantity and quality of professional gunsmithing information and tools. These programs are perfect for students interested in careers in the firearms industry or for those who are interested in owning their own gunsmithing business. Our programs are delivered via distance learning, which allows our students to maintain full-time jobs, families, military service, and more while working towards their degree or certificate. The Sonoran Desert Institute mission is adding value to our students' lives by providing innovative, relevant, and applicable workplace-driven education through distance-delivered instructions. Visit them at sdi.edu. So, do you want to uh, do you want to talk about the the Hank Strange? Sure. Do you want to clear the air on that, or sure? Anybody set, got questions? Set, set things straight. What have you heard? I haven't heard anything because my name's Paul, and that's between y'all. <laughs> but I have had people ask me about it. It's, I have no idea. I, I stay out of it. It's something that happened between them and. 
So I hear, I've heard rumors. Saying, I've heard rumors. Oh, I'm sure. Um, I've got no hard feelings towards exchange or Lola for that matter. But um, to give you the, give you my side of the story, um, Hank had wanted an RDB where he'd been asking me for one for almost a year. Um, but as you know, they weren't in production yet. Right. And uh, I told him I'd get him one as soon as I could. And so I did. And I think he was actually the third person to get one for TME. And uh, the son of the gun, he took it out with two guys that, in my opinion, didn't really know much about firearms or uh, definitely didn't know anything about us. Right. And, uh, well, let me back up. So, Hank, he wanted this gun for a year because he loved it. Um, he shot it many times. He shot the M43 many times. Thought it was a great gun. Nothing. He was at that uh, that IV eight 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 thing that we all did together, wasn't he? Yeah. With the RDB yeah, yeah. before it was released to anybody, he brought it out and yeah. gave us a yeah. It yeah. Was... And in fact, the reason Hank was at that thing is because I, I told Eric that I would come up and do that, but I wanted you guys and I wanted Hank Strange to be able to come and hang out with me so we could kind of do like a big event. Right. So I, I dragged Hank Strange into that to try to help him out with his channel, get some more you know people funneled into his, you know, his channel to get more views and subscribers and all that stuff to try to help him out. Bros helping bros. So, exactly. And uh, and we were good friends, you know. I, I mean, I love Tank. But anyway, so fast forward, I sent him that gun. He took it out with two pretty uh, unknowledgeable guys. And they basically they put a surefire can on it and then did a 500-round mag dump. Yeah, in the middle of summer. So... <laughs> It wasn't a torture test, nor was it a review of the gun. It was just some guy jumping around. Now, the gun credit, it didn't fail. It ran like a top. Okay. They ran all kinds of ammo through it and stuff. Um, he did try to put a metal mag in there that wouldn't sink properly, and then they blamed the mag release first. Then they figured out it wasn't the mag release, and they blamed the gun, but never said anything about what kind of mag it was. Right. Um, was it some generic Chinese mag? Who knows? Did it work in any other gun? We don't know because he didn't bring another gun to show it. Right. So he just, the whole video failed on so many levels, and then he was complaining about the safety. He was complaining about the handguard getting hot. And I'm just. It, it <laughs> well, so not get hot after 500 rounds suppressed. Holy shit. Exactly. And <laughs> I got, I got a hold with the video. I told him I didn't like it. You know, this is via text message. Yeah. And um, he took great offense to that and and we are where we are now where I will no longer work with them because that was just a very poor representation of not only the firearm itself but his channel like he's, he doesn't do dumb videos like that yeah. you know and I was expecting him to do a video where he went over the features of the gun and very uncharacteristic you know, about the things yeah it was very it's just very out of character for him uh-huh. and then Talking to other people in the industry, come to find out this isn't the first time it's happened. And he's burned a lot of bridges doing that. And again, I have no ill feelings towards him, and I wish him the best. But my advice to him is, you know, to you know, when people are trying to help you, you know, don't don't go out and do a, a terrible video on their product. Now, if the gun fails or it's got problems or something like that, obviously show it. Be honest about what you're getting. And as you know, anytime I send a gun or I go out and represent the company, if something fails, we'll show it. We're not looking for yeah, you're not trying to hide anything. Yeah. Exactly. And if there's something um, wrong with it, you'll fix it. Exactly. You know, but don't don't go do something like that and then complain about the the gun that you've loved for a year. You know, so 
it just rubbed me the wrong way, and, and apparently I rubbed him the wrong way, and we got into an argument about it, and, and I just decided that we just won't work with each other anymore. So, yeah. Well, that's a shame, man. That's I, hate where it is. I don't think he hates me. No. It is a shame, and I, and I, don't, I, don't, I don't hate him by any means, and yeah. it just is what it is. I don't think there's any hate there, but like you said, I think it was just there was a big bridge, uh, a gap in the communications, and uh, or something was lost well, in the whole video there. Apparently, I haven't seen the video yet, so I don't. Yeah, it's and it, it, it wasn't even just my opinion. People saw the video and were coming out of the woodwork, emailing me, texting me, and calling me, and being like, "Dude, what's with that Hey Strange video with the REV?" Yeah. And I'm like, I don't know, I haven't seen it, and I went and watched it, and I had the same reaction they did. I'm like, that's this is terrible. <laughs> it's just like an awful who the, video. For who were the guys that that were there? Do you know? You know? You know who they were? Uh, a couple of his buddies. Okay, so it's not anybody in the industry, just somebody he had there that yeah, day. Uh, they seem like really nice guys, and they were having a good time. But when you're – it's just a major contrast between that video and all of his other videos where, yeah. you know, he has people come in that kind of know what they're talking about. Right. You know, can explain the features of the firearm or you know, the pros and cons of it. And these guys literally just dump 500 rounds through it, and they complain about it. <laughs> it's totally unfair, and it's just a bad video all, all around. Well, I know from personal experience that the RDB is a badass rifle, and it, it works great. And that is, yeah, and think, like I said at the beginning of the show, that's my bucket list gun. I, I love that thing, dude. I, I think, um, you know, coming from Hank Strange, that video should have been fair. And it should have been, if you're going to do it, I told him, if you want to torture test it, do it. But give it a proper torture test, man. Yeah. Don't, like, don't fly around rounds and then complain and the handguard's getting hot. Like, that would happen on... Any gun. <laughs> yeah, I don't know then, one that's not going to get hot. Go and tell the world. Well, then, yeah, and then he tells the world it doesn't use, it won't take metal mags, and which is obviously not the case. It runs metal mags just fine. Yeah. Just don't buy cheap, crappy mags. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Well, I mean, that's the thing. And then, he, Mo- and then he tried to take a mag that was built for the Tabor and put it in that gun. The mag was built for a Tabor, not an RDB. Like, Completely different platform there, yeah. 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 And yes, that mag may work in an AR, um, but I've got DeBoer mags that work in my AR that will not work in my RDB. Yeah. Uh, and vice versa. I've also got DeBoer mags that work in my RDB just fine. So yeah. you, you can't just make a blanket statement and say they don't work in this gun or metal mags don't work in this gun when. Yeah. Um, I've got know, AR mags that I run. Different magazines that work in some and not others. Yeah, I've got. Certain platforms of rifles that I have won't run certain brands of magazines. That's just the way it is, and I know sure. that. It's common. It's not the rifle's fault. Yeah. <laughs> I just get the other mags exactly. that work in it. You know? Right. And um, I don't know if I should mention any names. I mean, he probably wouldn't care, but this guy that did a video recently that was pretty much targeting Hank. And Would that be Tag Daddy? Saying it was, yeah. Okay. I've, I've heard about yeah. that, too. Yeah. yeah, and it's like... If you don't know about a product, do some research, and then when you present the product, give the pros and cons and give it an honest review. And this video was the antithesis of that, so that's what upset myself and a whole bunch of other people about it. Uh, yeah. But again, I want to tell everyone out there that I have no hard feelings towards Hank um, or Lola, and uh, you know, in general, I think they're great people. And I think uh, there was definitely uh, we just saw things differently on that particular video in. He thinks that it was a good video and it was accurate and honest, and no one else thinks that. So just not a miscommunication, just a, just a disagreement. Difference of opinions. 
Very different, yes. Yeah. So. All right, so we got the air clear on that. Yep. It's out there. So all you people uh, who have been texting me and emailing me and Facebooking me about what the deal is, there it is. Yeah. Thank you for letting me clear the air on that. No, you're very welcome. And you know, I'll give Hank the same opportunity to come on and give his side of it as well. Um, I'm friends sure. with you. I'm friends with Hank. I just, you know, like you said, everybody's got a little different opinion. And Yeah, there was one other thing that really bothered me. He kind of insulted George. That was That's where he really crossed the line with me. Who, so. who did he insult? George Kelgren. Oh, really? Celtic, yeah. Oh. In the designer of the party. Well, that's not cool at all. No, and I think he, he meant it as a joke, but after watching the video and having a backstory on his understanding of the RDB, he already knew the gun inside now. And then he went on there and said, uh, it looks like somebody from the 19, somebody was teleported from the 1990s that built this gun or designed this gun. And it was just an insult to George. I mean, I, I can't let that pass. You know, can't insult my boss and the owner of my company that way and, and expect me to be okay with that. So. All right. So anyway, that's all we're going to say about that. Yeah, let him tell you the side of his side and, and we'll, we'll let people decide for themselves. There you go. We'll just we'll throw it out on the mat and let let everybody else sort it out. <laughs> yeah, I wish them the best. Though. So you were talking about the military arms channel. It was a Russian PSL. I'm yeah, sorry, a Russian, a PSL. Romanian. It was a Romanian PSL. Romanian, okay. Uh, suppressed. I'm sure there's a Russian one too. The AK platform ish. Yeah. Or SKS looking thing. But, yeah, so they can go to Full 30 and, and watch uh, Tim's video on that military arms channel. Yeah, he doesn't recommend doing that, but they proved that, that you can. Now, speaking of somebody who runs your firearms, we were talking about senior team leader um, Garcia. Do they have the RDBs? Are they using the RDBs now? They are. they got four of them. Um, trying to get them a handful more. Um, but, uh, we, you know, we just got back from our cruise vacation, so we're just now firing our uh, – production back up. We've only been back up and running for 12 days. So, um, cool. Yeah. Once, once I got a, a couple that I can spare, I'm going to get, get them a couple more, but okay. really just trying to crank out production as fast as possible. I, I want to get it in Casey's hands, our three gunner. Yeah. Um, of course I, I mean, he's Absolutely. not, he's not going to switch as long as Troy's sponsoring him, but still, um, you gotta go have fun with it though. Yeah. We, we go out and we have fun. Uh, we found a couple of new ranges. You got to come up man and, and go shoot with us. I'd love to. Uh, watch a couple of my past videos. I don't think I've po posted any of the new place, but there's one called the pit that we found. It's like where they go and they dig out this chert dirt and they make these huge, almost like rock quarry kind of thing. Cool, yeah. Except on a smaller scale. And, uh, I like it. Yeah, it's really cool. It'd be great for some running gunning and stuff, man. Some real, Let's do it. If we can, uh, real if I can make a work trip out of it even better. Yeah. No, absolutely. We could do that. And I've been talking with some of the other three gunners. Uh, Jesse Tishauer's been on the show. Okay. Oh, yeah. Tishhauser. <laughs> Always good. <laughs> Doogie Hauser. It's Tishhauser. <laughs> uh, and I'm meeting. Yeah, he's a, he's a really he's a good guy, man. I'm going to meet with the Cobalt Kinetics three gun team at Shot Show. Oh right on. So you'll be uh, hanging with Kalani and the boys. Birdsall. Kalani Laker. Kalani Laker. Rick Birdsall. Birdsall. Yep. Yep. He's he's there. I hear they got like a dream team put together. Yeah, you'll be in good company. Yeah, maybe you squeeze up there while they're on too. I'd love to. I'll probably learn a lot. We'll get a little three gun banter going. Sounds <laughs> good to me. Yeah. So when does when does the season start back for you three gunning? 
major match, I believe, is in February. And that's going to be a three-gun regional match. Um, I think it's in Florida. I, dude, I'm, I don't – they tell me – they tell me where to be and when. Yeah, you just go. My, te- my teammates do. And so I don't really keep a schedule on that. I just get an itinerary. He emails me, and they say I'm going to Georgia or I'm going to Texas or whatever, and I ask them why, and they say, well, it's this match or it's that match. Like, okay, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, it starts in February for, for us anyway. Okay. You're going to have to wrap that and, uh, I think up. we're going we're gonna to try to shoot some more major matches this year and uh, get – qualified and all that stuff and take them up a little more seriously. You know they're not going to do the Trigicon challenge this year, right? What's that? I don't know. They they made an announcement said they weren't going to have it this year. Hmm. Well, it's definitely not for lack of uh, interest. No, participation was awesome. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, I don't know, maybe the uh, sponsors are, you know, pulling out to do other stuff or something. Like yeah, I don't know. Casey just sent me a a message the other day there's about so, there's so much going on now like you know sponsors uh including us we have to kind of pick our battles i mean we would love to sponsor everything but obviously we can't do that yeah but trichicon's so, uh, like you know, one we, of the, the biggest ones if not the the biggest i think it's the biggest one but yeah it's a yeah i mean it's obviously a pretty well <laughs> some huge prizes yeah i mean you got rocky mountain um you got uh, superstition you know, these are just all known. They've been around for a while. They're very big names. And then obviously Rock Castle. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, you got Target, which uh, all the guys, everybody loves shooting that match. So everyone kind of, there's a handful of majors that are everyone's favorite. And uh, so, you know, a lot of companies focus on sponsoring their matches because they know it's going to be a huge turnout. Yeah. But the uh, Trigicon one, I, I don't know. I, I don't, I've never shot it. And I don't know much about it. Interesting. But I'm, I'm in. <laughs> I know Crimson Trace does a really cool match. Um, I'd like to shoot that this year. Are they having somewhere different every year? Uh, I think that was in Oregon. Oregon. Pretty sure. I don't know. I could be wrong. But like I said, they just send me an itinerary. You just show up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, so for Shot Show coming up, what uh, what are you really excited? Have you heard of anybody having anything really cool that you just want to make sure that you swing by and check out? As far as products? Yeah, new new products. Um, well, all my sponsors, definitely. Um, I think Warren's got some cool stuff coming out. Vortex has <clears throat> some really amazing stuff coming out. Those guys are they're pushing some pretty cool boundaries and, and keeping the price low. So um, I know for a fact they've got at least two, maybe three new items coming out that I haven't even seen yet. When Peter heard about kind of. When Peter Pommel was on the show last, he alluded to some new product that he couldn't say on the show at the time that they're getting ready to release that he's going to be uh, testing out through um, Recoil. Yeah. Yeah, Pete, Pete and I went up to uh, Wisconsin and did a tour at the factory. We've got a – Matt and I shot a video of it. We're going to put it together here um, or get it out pretty soon. But, uh, yeah, Pete was there, and, and Ruben took us out to the range with a beautiful – a deviant rifle with their new prototype optic on there. And, awesome. Um, at 100 yards, I put three rounds in a hole the size of smaller than the, the back of a 9 mil case. Holy crap. And then at 600, or sorry, I think it was 560 yards, I pretty much shot the same group. <laughs> I mean, this thing is amazing. That's awesome. Um, 
testament to a great rifle, but um, the optic on that thing, the glass is so clear. It's got an infinite amount of adjustability on it. So it's actually a sub sub MOA wow. scope. Yeah, so you'll see that at shot. And they've got a couple more things uh, that are going to blow people's minds. They're, they're doing some really neat stuff over there. So definitely uh, Vortex, Top by Warren, and the customers have some new uh, uh, things to check out as far as uh, mounting options. Sweet. No, definitely have to sweep. Yeah, man. Um, first, Geisley. I always go by Geisley until he's up to. There's, yeah, man. There's, there's going to be a, a, a ton of cool new stuff. But I mean, I'm not a, I'm not really a gear guy, so I don't keep up with every little thing that's coming out. And uh, that's kind of, um, it's, it's good for me because when I get the shot show, I see stuff for the first time. Yeah. I'm hearing about it for the first time, and it makes it all that much more exciting for me. Have you, have you heard of a printed suppressor? I've heard of it. Uh, didn't know somebody was actually doing it. Is that yeah? I got an invitation. Um, I got an invitation to go shoot it at Range Day. Somebody, oh, very cool. Somebody's supposed to have a printed suppressor uh, out right. there. Um, we'll bring it to our booth. We'll put on our gun. Okay. Let me see if I can find the name of the company. It was like 3D something. 3D suppressor printers. Yes, that's exactly what it's called. No, it's not, is it? Yeah. Well, it's pretty obvious. That's that's what she sent me. Anyway, I'm going to find out more about it um, at Range Day. Yeah, that sounds pretty neat. You see what I mean? Like, if I go there and I saw that, I'd be completely shocked and <laughs> make things more fun for me. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, very cool. So, um, what are you doing to get ready to to head the shot? You got everything all packed up? You just pretty, pretty much ready, show up uh, there too, don't you? Just show up and say again. I said, you just pretty much show up there, too, don't you? They just tell you when to be there, and <laughs> you just show up? <laughs> yes. Um, now, there's, there's, I usually start prepping for shot show around October, and um, I'm pretty much ready. I just need to mount uh, the Active Defense KSG can um, to a KSG, so I'll be bringing that with me. Is that going to be a range day? Oh, yeah. Okay, sweet. Yeah, that's, a, that's an awesome suppressor. And then also, um, I'll have uh, one of Active Defense's uh, 22 cans, We'll have that on a, a CMR30, and uh, I'll be bringing my RDB with that Griffin can on it. So. Nice. So we're going to get to shoot uh, the CMR suppressed. Yes. Yep. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. And that, that suppressor that he made for that, it's, it's a full auto rated for 22 mag, and the thing weighs three point, it's three and a half ounces. Wow. Thing's great. Yeah. You don't have to suppress well. much because, I mean, they're quiet anyway for the most part. Yeah, it's not super loud, but the, the 22 mag cartridge can be pretty. Yeah, but he's suppressing a 22 that mag. Crack. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, Joe Joe's freaking phenomenal, man. He's such a cool guy, man. He's got a, he's got a lot of cool stuff coming too, and his his brain is just vast, much bigger than mine. <laughs> Very cool. Did you get one of those uh, Aculus Fett shirts? You got one of those yet? I did. I wore it to the Star That's Wars bad. movie. The, the new Star Wars movie. Yeah, and it makes me look like I got muscles. Well, you do, man. You're buff. No, I don't. You're buff. I, I aspire to have guns like you. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was joking. I was using a Ron Burgundy reference. I said I sculpt my guns in the office. <laughs> Very nice. What do you want to see from uh, Shot Show real quick? Uh, well, can. I'm excited to see that printed can. That kind of piqued my interest. Anything else? Um, I want to see the RDB at range day. 
There's, uh, I don't know if Silencer Co. is going to have that suppressed 9mm there, that integrally suppressed 9mm. I'd like to see that. I've not seen it yet. I'm sure they will. If it's in production, they'll still have it out there. Yeah. Troy is supposed to be coming out with some new stuff, released at SHOT Show. So. Yeah, i tell you what, I had a great time at his booth at uh, the Iraq Vet Range Day. Yeah, it was a good time. He had some really neat, really neat items out there. Yeah. Um, Kalashnikov's going to be set up. Um, they've got... They, they. Oh, I don't know if I can say this or not. I'll tell you off air. Don't say it. I'll don't tell get you, yourself in trouble. Yeah, I'll tell you. I'll tell you off air. Um, okay. But you definitely want to go buy Kalashnikov's booth. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. Um, so. Just not getting into the, the AK stuff. So it's new to me. Yeah. It's yeah. exciting. It is exciting. It's new to me too. I'm texting. I'm, I'm constantly texting uh, Tim from Military Arms Channel. Oh, he knows. And just picking his brain. Yeah, he knows everything about them. Yeah, he knows everything about everything. He's just like an encyclopedia yeah. of guns. He's awesome. I think his brain is probably so annoyed with me. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, anyway. that's that's the things that, that come to mind right now. Um, Definitely got to go by Tactical Wall and see what they got new. Tim's coming up with something cool. I think they're they're sharing a booth with somebody. But he was on last week, and he talked about uh, some new stuff that they got coming out. They got a new lock system for their – Cabinets. Oh, cool. So instead of the magnetic, it's going to be um, like a smart card reader, <clears throat> be electronic chip in there. Oh, wow. Okay. That you have to scan it with, um, with an electronic Take it up card. a notch. Yeah. Yeah. So they're they're increasing the security uh, on their locking mechanism. So that's going to be cool. They're getting very uh, James Bondish now. Uh, I think Rob Boss has got a lot to do with that. <laughs> you got that left brain guy there thinking, you know, all this cool stuff. I bet stuff. you're right. With his with his paint palette. Did you see the one, the Christmas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so he said he said Rob Rob is getting darker in every episode. Um, it's because his palette is getting broken. A little bit more of his palette gets taken away. So as his palette oh, is that what's going on? gets smaller, he gets darker. So they're going to give him a new palette, and he's going to come out of his, yeah, come out of his dark. Yeah, right now he's the he's the um, the dark Spider-Man. Yeah, yeah, he's Venom. <laughs> Venom, there you go. Told you I'm old and stupid. Hey, good reference though, man. Comic book geek <laughs> from way back, right here. Nice. Looking forward to the new uh, Avenger Captain America movie. Everyone just tuned out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, people know on this show we we talk about everything. So. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah, if you guys are coming out to SHOT Show, any of you, just be sure to stop by and say hi to me. Um, definitely uh, log on to the Dana show and listen to her during the day. If you get a chance, she's she's amazing, and uh, you guys will like her. I'm going to I'm gonna do that when we get off the show. I'm going to go check her out. Dana uh, Loach, right? If you are not an, you're not an NRA member, become one today. Go do that. Get that out of the way and uh, help, definitely. help those guys fight for the rights. And uh, as always... Tune into talking that as much as possible. And now, are you still doing your talk show? You you were doing a show there for a while. No, I just I I really wanted to, man, but I I can't find the time to do it. So yeah. I'll leave it I'll leave it up to you guys, bros. Come see us at Shot. If you don't make the Shot, come see us at NRA uh, NRA convention. Yeah, which was in Louisville this this year. Yeah. Wow, what a great place to have it. Yeah, I don't know how they're going to top Nashville, man. Nashville was pretty epic. People raved over Nashville. Yeah. It'll probably end up going back there. 
Yeah, it was it's, small, it's a smaller venue, but people seem to have a really good time. So. Yeah. Well, let's give uh, let's give Louisville a chance. Maybe we can uh, outdo Nashville. Louisville's a great town too. There's a lot to do there. A lot of good food in Louisville also. I like it that they move it around from to different places. I like that. Yeah, I do too. It's it's nice because especially us in the industry, we get to go see different places, and then of course we're reaching more people across the country because we're able to actually go. Exactly. Yeah. Makes it makes it easier for people to get there. I think we should do it smack dab in the middle of Los Angeles sometime, <laughs> or New York City, <laughs> Chicago. Chicago. I don't want to go there. Yeah. Nobody wants to go to Chicago. Washington D.C. Oh yeah, there you go. District of Columbia, baby. All these felons instantly. I like to thank uh, my sponsors, Nordic Components. You guys, make sure you go check out NordicComp.com. Uh, I've got some videos of their 22 upper uh, that Casey Griggs and I were out shooting this past weekend. It's a very fun accessory to add to your AR-15. Uh, it makes it cheap to shoot. Uh, it's really fun. Um, bring the kids along. Is it fun? Huh? Pretty fun, right? Oh my gosh, man! It was it was unreal. Um, just shoot. No, it was real. It was just fun. It was it was unreal how fun it was. There you go. <laughs> but it's just. 22 ammo is cheap for one. The recoil is nothing. It's very quiet shooting the 22 through that that platform. But we were shooting at the X Steel, which is a, another new sponsor that Casey has. X Steel targets, and they sent me a few targets too. Um, and we were just dinging away on that man. We were having a good time. But it makes it fun for the whole family. So you got a kid, you know, you got an AR-15 instead of going out and buying them a whole other. A different rifle 22 you can just get one of these uppers pop it on your ar-15 and you can take the kids out and start training them on how to shoot so yeah, check and out. then eventually you have to you have to buy a new lower because the kids aren't going to give it back <laughs> that's right yeah so eventually but at least you could you know push it off for a while so just buy the upper yeah. and you don't have to buy a whole other rifle yet but it'll fit on any ar-15 lower uh it's got the you know the pins and everything that match so your pivot pins pop out on your lower and you put this one in and they fit perfect Nordic Components is an American-owned manufacturing company proud to produce quality products right here in the USA. As a company, we continually invest in our manufacturing capabilities to ensure that all of our products are the highest quality and most efficiently produced parts available. The Nordic Components business consists of two segments, manufacturing and sales. Our manufacturing business works to provide custom machine components for a variety of applications with our specialty being firearm components. The sales business produces lines of branded firearm accessories to enhance and elevate the shooting experience. We are a company owned and operated by individuals devoted to shooting sports, and many of us shoot competitively. We attend and sponsor a number of events around the country each year where we listen to you, the consumer, and are proud to say that all of our firearm components are a direct result of your input. As a firearms accessory provider, our aim is simple. Provide shooting enthusiasts with innovative products of uncompromising performance and reliability. Nordic Components. Check us out at nordiccomp.com. I'd like to thank Tactical Walls. Um, Tim over Tactical Walls. Check them out. Tacticalwalls.com. Now you've got options on the locking systems. You've got the magnetic locks and the new, um, like like the scan card. I can't can't remember what it's called. He had a name for it, but... uh, it's a little smart scan, so electronic locks. Um, you if you're not familiar with Tactical Walls, definitely go check out their website. They make some awesome James Bond kind of stuff. Yeah, for home concealment. So, like, you're a little, you see a lamp, you're sitting there reading at night, you hear a bump. Well, 
lamps. You could uh, hit a little button, or actually it's a little slide, and you open up your lamp and your gun's in there, you can get your gun. Or tissue boxes. They've even got little tissue boxes that you can hide your gun in. That 3P, 3PAT, is that what it is? 3P. That got me saying it. P3AT. P3AT would fit perfect in that issue box. It would be a perfect fit for that. Or the PF9. The PF9, yeah, absolutely. Or P11. And then they've got the, the concealment shelves that you can put above your fireplace or little picture frames or something like that. Just uh, hit the button, it pops down, opens up, and you can access. Um, they can custom make these to fit any rifle that you got. So that's the great thing about them is it's, it's like if you see something on a website it doesn't look like it's going to fit your gun, get in touch with them, and they can custom make something for you. Have you seen that cabinet that pops up? It's got the pop-up thing. The, the pop-up pop thing. The pop-up tray with the guns in it. So it's like <laughs> it's a cabinet, and you can store stuff in it and on it. But then you hit the button, and it pops up with your guns. Yeah, uh, we did a commercial with uh, tactical walls with that thing. It's pretty awesome. That's that's the James Bondish stuff that you're talking about right there. That's cool. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. So check them out. Get a little discount. Use the uh, Talking Lead discount code uh, Leadhead, uh, L-E-A-D, H-E-A-D, and uh, you get a little discount there. Also, at Nordic Components, use that discount code. You'll get one there. Uh, good buddy Zeke at SDI, the Snoring Desert Institute. I'd like to thank them for their, their sponsorship. Um, they are now uh, back doing the uh, the GI Bill, so you guys can use your GI Bill there and uh, take advantage of that. Yes, yeah, stop by and support those guys, man, because they're, they're supporting our vets, and there's nothing more honorable than that. Absolutely, absolutely. Learn you a new trade, become a gunsmith, or, like yeah. me, just for the heck of it, you know, just wanting to learn more about the, how your gun works. Take those courses, those classes, and I'm on. I think I'm on my, like my tenth one right now that I'm building. My tenth AR. I know, man. It's addicting. <laughs> it is. Absolutely. But it's good to know your firearm inside now. That, that, that plays into the whole safety. If you know that thing really well, then uh, the more knowledge you have about it, more confidence you have in it, the safer you'll be. Saves you a lot of money in the long run, so you don't have to take it to a uh, gunsmith. That too. So if something's not right with your gun, then you can, you know, if you know all your parts and components, it's going to be easier for you to break it down and find out what uh, what you might need to fix or replace or repair. Not that. It's uh, sdi.edu. Check them out. I don't have a discount code for them, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Keltec, kind of my unofficial sponsor, Keltec Weapons. Uh, Chad over there, appreciate all.